Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget, I'm on YouTube, and you can see the fact that I just shaved my goatee the other day, but just search on YouTube DeHuff Uncensored and make sure, again, that you click on that subscribe button. All right, so I'm back from L.A., uh, I hadn't flown in like two years, so that was, a, it was very nerve-wracking. I'm one of those persons that gets very nervous. I get nervous about doing some simple things at times, and, and flying can be stressful for me. I, it's not necessarily like, oh, because of COVID and everything. I'm more nervous because I always freak out like when I, when I go up to security and be like, did I forget something in my pocket? What if all of a sudden they mistake me for somebody else? And then, then I get beaten up by the TSA agents or some shit like that. Or did somebody slip in like something in my bag and I didn't notice it? Stuff like that, like it bugs me and it freaks me out. And I'm like, and I'm always so nervous. So that, that was weird. I had to deal with that shit. Not like it's the end of, it's not crippling for me, but it is kind of borderline at times. Plus, like, going through, and then I get frustrated with people that aren't prepared. They're, like, blindsided to be like, oh, oh, I didn't, you said take off all the metal on, okay. Then they're, they're taking off their, like, you know, they got a studded collar or something like that. <laughs> I've actually never seen that, but you know what I mean. There's always somebody who's just like, oh, blindsided. Everybody else is taking their shoes off. Everybody else is taking their computer out of their bag. And everybody else is doing everything, and they're just, like, oblivious. And then, then they slow down the fucking line, and it drives me nuts. It's the same people that have been waiting in line at Chipotle or McDonald's or wherever. They've been waiting in line for five minutes. Then they get up to the cash register, and they're like, hmm, I don't know what I want. <laughs> what, what have you been doing? You Have you not been paying attention? Oh, my God. I just want to hit them. I do. Oh, just a gentle throat jab, I guess, would be fine. Listen, you're right there with me. I know I'm not the only one on that. Because that shit just bugs the fuck out of me. By the way, speaking about, you know, kind of recapping my, my time in L.A., a good time. It was great for the podcast. Met, I met some, like, fans of the podcast from around the country, which was awesome. And, and they're media members, so that was that was, and they're media members I've never met, so it was really neat to see that and and, and introduce myself to them. So it looks like I might do some cross promotion coming up in the near future with some other podcasts, which was cool. But as I was going through and editing up some videos for social media, I found some like weird dude behind me, just at random. I had no idea until I'm going through. And, and pulling and clips, and, and he's like playing with his tongue. <laughs> this is the most I've never seen the guy before in my life, and he's just sitting there playing with his tongue. Somebody said that, that that's a, a side effect of using like meth or something like that. I don't know if that's true, uh, but either way, it's fucking weird. And if you go to any of my social media accounts, you will find that guy. DeHuff Uncensored on Instagram on Twitter, at DeHuff or at DeHuff Podcast. Either way, you'll find it, and it's just like, what the fuck is that? Fucking weird. Fucking weird. Anyway, and you will laugh when you see the video of the guy because it's not what I expected to see. Also, speaking of that, the, the majority of the radio stations, quote-unquote, out there at Radio Row, 
covering the Super Bowl, they weren't actually radio stations. They were podcasts. There was only like 20 radio stations out there. The rest, the like 100 podcasts were out there. It was insane. Kind of tells you the, the evolution of, of broadcasting, where that's going. So anyway, I'm glad to be back. Very cool. Ended up having, having dinner with some friends the other night, and my, my buddy's wife just got hair extensions. It was like a six-hour process. I, I don't understand that at all, but good for her. But it was funny, and it looks great. It looks fantastic. You would never know. And she, she couldn't stop playing with her hair. And then she can't help but tell everybody she sees about her new hair. And then everybody has to touch it. And then, like, we're sitting there talking uh, about random stuff. And then all of a sudden she's like, starts talking. All she can talk about, let's just say this, is her fucking hair. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, it's this new toy for her. And it, it made me think. That it's, it's like when people get breast implants. They can't help but show them. N nobody's ever shown me their breast implants, but everybody I've talked to, like females, they're just like, yeah, so-and-so has breast implants, and she showed them to me. I'm like, what? Where was I? Not that I would look. No, honey, I would not look. But it's the thought that counts, let's be honest. But it is funny because, like, you, I guess it's like this big, big life-changing thing. that You just got to show everybody. And guys, we don't really have that, I guess, unless we got penis implants or ball implants. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Be like, hey, hey, guys, come here. Check this out. Sherman, come here. Take a gander. Whoa, my God, Scott, that thing's huge. I know, I know. Feel it, feel it. <laughs> Take it for a spin. Because that's what apparently the ladies are like, hey, feel it. Feel my breasts. They're amazing. It's, it's just fascinating to me. But it would be funny if dudes were just like walking around be like, hey, go in the bathroom. Uh, Scott got a penis extension, and you, you won't believe how it feels. It's amazing. It's amazing. Got to show everybody. <laughs> Got to show everybody my junk. Anyway, <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious that she can't. And I, I don't blame her. She, she like more than doubled the, the length of her hair. So it's like it's like brand new for her. And I don't believe she's ever had hair that long before. So I, I don't blame her for being so excited for it. It's just this new thing. And it looks just like all her other hair. You would never know. Never know. Unless you talk to her, and then she's going to tell you. All right, let's get into some uh, just the headlines. All right, we've talked about this before. And this always drives me nuts. But. Let's go through it. I can't remember how you say this guy's last name. I haven't been paying that much attention to the NFL this year, but Taylor Rapp, R-A-P-P, of the L.A. Rams, he proposed to his girlfriend on the field after the L.A. Rams won the Super Bowl. Of course, she said yes. Well, what do you expect her to say? She, she's in front of millions of people watching. Millions. Whether it's TV, social media, and, and, the, and the crowd there. She has to say yes. Do you think that she wants to say no? That, listen, there's a good chance that she already knew this was coming, and they're probably madly in love. But the, the idea just bugs me. Because what if she didn't want to say yes? What if she did want to say no? Then think about the backlash. 
if she says no and walks away. And, and it's not her fault. He's the guy that, I'm not saying this is truly the case, but it, 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 it's a setup. It, it's a trap. Don't you dare say yes. But you have to. You have to say yes. Oh, my God. I feel, I feel bad for her if, if she was just like, I can't wait to break up with this guy. Very awkward. He's in the Super Bowl. I don't want to fuck up his lifelong dream of, of winning a championship. Oh, shit, he won. And then he's like, I got this ring. I've been uh, down to my jock strap during the whole game. Will you marry me? She's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, she loves me, mama. She loves me, mama. <laughs> oh, dick. Dick move, man. Dick move. And I know you romantics out there, like my wife, are like, oh, that's beautiful. Oh. And it's the day before Valentine's Day. Ah. No. Wrong. She had to say yes, because otherwise she would have been just ridiculed on social media. And you know how ruthless people are on, on social media. All those damn trolls, they would have shredded her. Shredded her. She's the bitch that said no and broke his heart. Next thing you know, he's the next guy on The Bachelor. Banging chicks right and left. Seen it a million times. No, I don't know. I, I just don't like public proposals. Then somebody, I, I mentioned it on social media on Twitter. And some guy's like, he probably already proposed to her before. And she knew that this was going to happen. That's even worse. Like, hey, everybody, look at me. Look at me. Oh, that would actually make me hate the guy more if I found out that he had proposed before and he's like, let's just do it again in front of everybody. That way, maybe somebody will front the bill for our, our fancy wedding. <laughs> no, fucking dick. Dick, I am not a romantic, apparently. I'm sure a lot of you out there disagree with me. And that's fine. It's fine. I'm not going to say you can eat a bag of dicks. Jeez, you thought I was going to say that? No. Maybe you should, but I'm not going to. Well, anyway. Uh, keeping on the romantic topic, smelly cheese puts one in five couples in the mood for sex. Apparently, yes. By the way, I missed a joke last week when... There was uh, that mayor that compared eating cheese to doing drugs. I should have said or dropped in that line of, you remember from Half Baked, God rest his soul, Bob Saget said, have you ever sucked dick for marijuana? And then Dave Chappelle's like, nope, nope, can't say I have. I should have said, you ever sucked dick for cheese? Nope, can't say I have. <laughs> well, according to this, maybe people have. <laughs> A poll of 2,000 people were asked to reveal foods and drinks they had tried as aphrodisiacs. Chocolate, of course, came up on top. There was also strawberries, champagne, champagne wishes, and caviar dreams. But blue cheese beat out lobster and came in just below truffles. All right, so Professor Charles Spence, a gastrophysicist at the University of Oxford, said 
there has been a, a long association between romance and the senses, especially eating. So foods like oysters, because of their texture, have been considered uh, aphrodisiac, but actually deliver little in the way of aroma or taste. Lobsters and caviar become instant turnoffs due to the price, because us guys are cheap as fuck. Okay, we don't want to shell out the money for uh, lobsters and caviar, unless we know it's a golden opportunity to have sex. That's right. I will buy caviar and lobsters if I know I'm going to bang your mother. Connery. Jesus. Anyway, so this is what the professor said. However, soft blue cheese really comes into its own when getting couples in the mood for love. Okay? I don't know about you, but certain cheeses are just disgusting. And and apparently the, the smeller, smelly smellier, the stinkier the cheese, the hornier get. Possibly. One in five couples. But I will tell you this. I love getting a black and blue cheeseburger at any restaurant. I love blue cheese on a burger. Maybe because it's making me horny. I don't know. I get horny for burgers. Listen, I told you guys, I love food. I do. And when a burger is made perfectly especially one with blue cheese on it, oh, it makes me melt, and I'm pretty sure my eyes cross. <gasps> Is eating a burger giving me the O face? Uh, oh, damn. That's a good burger. Okay, okay. Hey, speaking of food and, and love, Idaho Potato Commission has released a limited edition potato perfume. It smells kind of like French fries. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, there's a market for it, I'm sure. Have you ever been around somebody and you're like, oh, my God, they ate a cheeseburger? They're not eating one right now, but you can just smell the grease. It's probably been me a couple times. Oh, basically rubbing that burger all over my body. I love it. But I have run into people, you're like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Go wash your hands. Wash your face. Go take a shower after. I don't know why, but you just smell like a greasy cheeseburger. But could you imagine buying that? I'm sure, I'm, like I said, I'm sure there's a market for this. The Idaho Potato Commission releasing a limited edition potato perfume? Yeah, there's people that want that. Oh, oh you bought me perfume. It's more of a clown. I'm so hungry. Oh, Fatty McGee. That's from an old uh, uh, Adam Sandler bit. He's all, hey, fellas. I'm out of breath because I took the stairs. I'm so excited for this new cologne. It smells like potatoes. I'm stupid. <laughs> All right, we got more coming your way, but first, excuse me, everybody knows Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. They're awesome. They are. And everybody knows Total Beverage has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. But did you know they deliver? They do. Did you know they have curbside pickup available? I love that. And did you know they do online wine education classes? 
They do, and I need to sign up for that. Stop on by 104th and Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, that's TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Want to book a party during football season? There are 18,000 reasons to pick the Blake Street Tavern. That's how many square feet we have on the corner of Park and Blake. 18,000 square feet, three bars, and a beer garden with a 6 by 10 foot TV. And our food and underground social games when we're voted the best in town by Westward Magazine. If only the men of Orange's quarterbacks checked that many boxes. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. All right, this one is crazy. Um, what, what, what? I'm sorry, goat. Don't get ahead of the joke. Elon Musk blames the fun police for recall of a feature that makes fart and goat noises. That's right. This is a this is a goat noise. If I heard a goat make that noise, I, I think I'd piss my pants right then and there. So apparently on, on Teslas, they had this like boombox feature that allowed drivers to play custom sounds from an external speaker while the vehicle was moving. Because uh, I guess the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration said that the boombox feature may hinder pedestrians' ability to hear a mandatory warning sound increasing the risk of a crash. The pedestrian warnings are required in all electric and hybrid vehicles. The NHTSA said because EVs, electric vehicles, are quieter than cars with internal combustion engines. By the way, this is the fourth recall for Tesla in two weeks. They're kind of having a shit month. But, I mean, this would be a little distracting. you imagine they're like what the fuck is that what is that oh that's goats are weird <laughs> that's a oh my god could you imagine having a goat farm that'd be awful are goats on your farm do they farm goats i don't know goats are supposed to be good to have around a farm because they eat like weeds and shit but I don't know if I could handle that. <laughs> oh, that's just my goat. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of farm animals, did you know that Hugging cows can be good for your mental health. Can't believe you've never been cow tipping before. Get ready to live. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Tommy boy. Not cow tipping, but cow hugging. According to the U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, close encounters with the other animals can help increase happiness and reduce stress. So that is a good thing. Now, farmers and guys that live out in the country, just saying. That doesn't mean break out the Velcro gloves, you perverts. I said hug. Hug. Not that. 
Before we begin, would you like to touch my monkey? I will touch him. Touch him. Love him. <laughs> That's right. I'd rather pet a monkey than, you know, hug a cow. But I, uh, mainly because I could always just say that all the time. Be like, would you like to touch my monkey? I will touch him. Touch him. Love him. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's weird, though, when you see there was a guy that was fighting to have his... You know, you have those people that are like, I need an emotional support animal. So they have like, this guy is like tr fighting his ass off to try to get a, a pig to be his emotional support animal. It's like, come on, dude. I get it. I, can you not find something smaller? I'm sure you could. Get a, get a fidget spinner instead. I, I, listen, I get it. I get it. And there's some people that deal with a lot more shit than I ever will. But. That doesn't mean that you need to get, bring on a fucking giant pig onto an airplane because it's going to make you feel better. I'm sure you can make a compromise and find something else. I'm sure you could. As long as it's not a motherfucking snake. A Malaysian flight was diverted when passengers spotted a loose snake on the plane. That's my worst fear. It's my worst freaking fear. Enough is enough! I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! Everybody strap in! I'm about to open some fucking windows. Yeah, where's Sam Jackson? Hopefully Sam Jackson was on that, that plane because that motherfucker ain't taking no shit from no damn snake. God, that would freak me out. And I know some of you guys are, are, are cool with snakes and shit like that, but I'm not. I'm not. I played it cool when we had Chad Brown on this podcast, and I, he was telling all of his cool snake stories. But I got to be honest. I, I tried to play it cool, but deep down, I'm just sitting there going, nope, nope. I'm going to freak out. I, you say all these things, Chad, but I'm going to freak out if there's a snake anywhere near me. I'm sorry. I get their purpose. They eat rodents, and I applaud that. Thank you, snakes. Thank you. But guess what? If one's near me, I'm going to go, ah, it's a snake, and it looked at me. I'm going to go Sam Jackson on that thing. Enough is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes <laughs> on this motherfucking plane. Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. <laughs> Dude, you can't go wrong with Samuel L. Jackson. By the way, I don't think I've ever seen a bad movie with Samuel L. Jackson in it. He is a great actor, and he does a great job picking movies. I, I, I think there needs to be more of a focus and appreciation for Samuel L. Jackson, right? And I know people are like, oh, he says motherfucking a lot. Who gives a shit? He's a great fucking actor. Great actor. Love Samuel L. Jackson. Scares me, though. Jeez. Like, if he started yelling at me, I'd probably pee a little. I'd, pro I'd probably be like that goat. <laughs> Sam Jackson starts yelling at me. What the fuck did you just do? I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's put a bow on this one. Please, please. Whew, whew. If you're standing behind me ever and I'm doing a show... Don't play with your tongue. That's disgusting because I will try to 
my best to make you famous. And I will tweet that out again today of that guy playing with his tongue. So fucking weird. Also, if you get new hair, I don't blame you for playing with it. I, it makes sense. If you get breast implants, please show them to everybody. <laughs> please do the right thing. Okay. I'm kidding. That's inappropriate. But if I got a penis implant, I guess it would be hard for me not to show everybody. Be like, dude, check this out. Look at this. And then I'll start accidentally knocking shit over on the counter. It'd be great. It'd be great. It'd be hard not to show everybody. So, I, so you people that get new hair, I get it that you can't help but talk about it. And, and you people that get new breast implants, I get it. You can't help but show people. It makes sense. It's this new thing, and it's a big change. Like I said, if I get ball implants, <laughs> you're like, my God, look at these things. I always joke around about saying I have big balls, but fuck, man, it's like I got two bowling balls down there. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Thanks, cowboy. <laughs> if you're going to propose to somebody, don't do it in public like the guy from the Rams did. She can't say no. It's messed up, messed up. And I don't mind if, if you do it immediately afterwards and maybe you get a camera on it and that's cool, but don't do it in front of everybody. Because what if she says, what if she deep down wants to say no? It's just you're really putting a lot of pressure on, on her or whoever you're proposing to. Okay, it's kind of jacked up. If you're having trouble in the bedroom, <laughs> listen up. Hey, what's up? It's Dahan. If you're having trouble in the bedroom, I got some tips for you. Break out some stanky cheese, because nothing gets you in the mood quite like a gorgonzola. Apparently, I, and apparently whenever I eat a, a, a blue cheese burger, I'm possibly, possibly getting myself all horny. I, don't, I, I didn't know that until Professor Charles Spence of the University of Oxford did this study. So thanks thanks to him, I, I can figure my shit out. <laughs> Be like, can I get one to go? Please? Please? Please, God. I'd like a black and blue burger, extra blue, to go. All right. Uh, also, <laughs> if <laughs> you can, if for that special someone that just loves food way too much, Get them that uh, limited edition potato perfume. I'm sure they have a cologne version. or it, They say perfume, but I'm sure it goes either way. I mean, nobody's going to be like, that's a perfume. It's not a cologne. Listen, if you're wearing anything that smells like potatoes or french fries, I don't think anybody's going to care. God, that'd be fascinating. Like, what if that like really gets people in the mood? Like, oh my God, you smell like... You smell like French fries. I'm so horny right now. You smell like a, a Big Mac and French fries. <laughs> That's so stupid. If, if you're driving down the street and all of a sudden you hear this. <laughs> just remember, it won't be for long because the fun police, according to Elon Musk, asked for a recall and you can't do that anymore. But I think we need to hear this one more time. <laughs> that one's the best. The first one's the best. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I, I'm having too much fun with that. 
Also, if you can, go hug a cow. Respect, you know, gently, gently, uh, hug a cow. It's good. It's good. Also, think about how you would react if you saw a snake on the plane. I'd probably be like you and Samuel L. Jackson. Enough is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to DeHuff Uncensored. And uh, make sure you subscribe if you haven't done so already. And if you're able, go ahead and share it with your friends. I truly, truly appreciate it. It was nice when I went out to Radio Row and, and saw that there was I was meeting some uh, guys from Denver from Altitude. And I met Ryan Harris. I haven't actually got a chance to meet him. And he was just, he's just so funny. We have a very similar sense of humor. And, and he shakes my hand and he's just like, you are just like me. We're like the only ones in, in, in Denver media that curse. <laughs> and it was just like this giant kid. It was just funny. I was like, I know. I say fuck too. <laughs> it's just funny. I like Ryan. He's a good guy. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thanks so much to Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out. Seriously, I'm sure, I'm sure they got a blue cheese cheeseburger that's really going to send you over the edge to euphoria. And guess what? Hey, nothing says I love you like stanky cheese. Uh, they're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. I'm sure Chris Fusillet is like, what? Huh? I need your stinkiest cheese on a burger now. I need to go impregnate my wife. Okay, all right. 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Also, Total Beverage. Go check them out at TotalBev.com. Again, TotalBev.com. It's the Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much. Truly appreciate you guys tuning in. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time. (laughs) 